0: Hey everybody, before we get into this week's episode, just want to send out massive love and support to all of the bands and all of the artists and all of the promoters and all of the sound engineers, roadies, everyone that is currently being affected by gig cancellations and postponements, etc., Obviously, this is a huge, huge time for live music in this country. It's a difficult one to get around, but one thing I would love to suggest is that if you know of any bands that have had a tour cancellation or postponement or anything like that, please stream their music, please buy their records on Bandcamp, buy a vinyl, buy a shirt. Any little bits and pieces that you can throw their way to help them out, you know, every little bit counts. Also, consider supporting and donating to Support Act, who are a fantastic charity and initiative here in Australia looking after the mental health of people working in the music industry. So, you can head over to supportact.org.au. Please get around. Whoever you can, really. But yeah, Uh, there's a bunch of people in particular that are doing it kind of tough right now and any little support you can throw their way would be massively, massively appreciated. So on behalf of everyone here at 100s, 100s and 1000s, I want to send a massive
1: shout out and huge, huge love to that whole crew. All right. Okay, so the cool thing about bees is that uh, when they do their waggle dance to other bees to tell each other where the nectar is and, and whatnot... The dance tells two things. It says how far away from the hive the nectar is and what direction it is relative to the sun. But the amazing thing is if the bee like uh, listens to the, the waggle dance or whatever and is like, got it, cool, I've just got other shit to do first because I'm a bee – um, and I'll get to it later I've got to record a podcast I have to record a podcast <laughs> The Bee cast Yeah, <laughs> yeah i got to do the Bee cast It's about the, this, this
0: movie It doesn't matter
1: <laughs> <laughs> The Bees have their
0: own worst idea of all time Where they watch the Bee movie <laughs> yeah. every week imagine
2: but that's it, a tough watch for them. But they love bee.
0: it Oh man No, I
1: reckon they're like it? Yes, it's just good representation yeah. One, Finally, <laughs>
0: <laughs> One day I'm going
1: to fuck Renee Zellweger When the Bee finishes doing the, the Buzzcast or whatever and they go out to find the pollen they like somehow know how to adapt for the the sun being in different position and still able to find the pollen like hours later
2: despite the fact that was not a part of the waggle dance yeah yeah mm. god that's smart that's so smart i can't do that no, I yeah, can't factor I... in chores into what I have to do. Can't. If I'm recording a podcast, that's all I'm doing. Oh, the rest of today is gone. No, it's gone. It's, just, it's, a,
3: it's a complete write-off. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm looking at the window right now, and I have zero idea where the sun is. <laughs> and, 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 if, and if you told me like a directional thing, like a, like an east or a west or whatever, whatever any of those ones, <laughs> I I wouldn't you know which
1: direction. Yeah, your east, <laughs> your
3: west, yes, your 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 south, south west. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't know which direction that is because I don't know those. Points.
2: And also, it's smart scientists For fucking figuring that out How, yeah, do, you, how do you watch a out
1: Who's smarter? The, 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 someone who does a smart thing or <laughs> someone who watches them uh-huh. And figures the smart thing out <laughs> The geniuses the who do a good <laughs> podcast Or the genius who listens to it
0: Touch me! No! <laughs> We are Hottest 100s and Thousands, and we have taken control of your radio station. This is the podcast in which we talk about the songs that have been deemed hot enough to be in the Triple J, Hottest 100. My name is David James Young, and I'm one of the four voices you're going to be hearing for the next hour or so. Joining me once again, Andrew McDonald. Hey, hey. Nathan Harrison. Hi. Adam Buncher. Yes. All right. All right. Enough fucking around, people. Yeah, we're done. Yeah, dude. Just done with it. The time for fun and games is over. This
3: is serious oh,
2: shit. I feel
3: it. I feel how serious it is right
2: now.
0: Yeah, it, we, it is time to fight the real enemy, people
3: oh, yeah. It has been a fucking week, man
0: Yeah, yeah
1: it's been
3: I uh, have two less teeth
1: Oh
0: yeah, oh, true yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry uh, for punching you in the face, yeah, by I, the way I, I, What
1: would you punch Adam in the face over? <laughs> Maybe that's a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> we did, we did. Here's a fun game What would you fight your friends about? <laughs> Sorry
2: <laughs> But do go on
0: <laughs> At number 60, this is Sinead O'Connor This is no man's woman. Sinead O'Connor making her debut in the Hottest 100 ever, and also doubly making her debut in the Hottest 100 of the year, 2000, that is the song No Man's Woman. Considering this is our first time talking about Sinead O'Connor, I guess we need to give a little bit of backstory. Sinead O'Connor is an Irish singer-songwriter who kicked off her career in the early 90s and to most people is famous for two things. The first of which is a song called Nothing Compares to You, which was written by Prince and given to Sinead O'Connor and turned into a global smash. She's a one-hit wonder in the same way that Radiohead are a one-hit wonder, whereas mm. they had one massive single on the charts but continued to uh, be prolific and produced music and and you know still have a very, very strong following. But like purely from a technical standpoint, they're a one-hit wonder. The other thing that Sinead O'Connor is famous for is performing on Saturday Night Live in the 90s, doing an a cappella version of the song War by Bob Marley. Standing directly in front of the camera, holding up a picture of the Pope and tearing it up and then shouting, fight the real enemy.
2: And oh boy, we could do an entire podcast episode just on that incident. Yeah, it's and true. just on the fallout. That yeah, kind of the
0: if only she'd gotten us. Fuck, I should have made war my postal vote uh, for yeah. a certain year, man. It is a
3: fucking hell of a cover, though. Her oh, man,
0: it's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you see white woman does Bob Marley cover and <laughs> your eyes immediately start rolling.
1: But you get the n- Kill Bill alarm oh, going. Oh, yeah,
0: on. like, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> So at this stage in Sinead O'Connor's career, she is five albums deep. The track that we just heard, No Man's Woman, it comes from her album Faith and Courage. This is a time where she's had a bunch of like drug and alcohol problems, etc. And she gave an interview around this time where she literally said the only thing that saved my ass was God so she's gotten very much invested in religion again and, mm. yeah, like, her spiritual side. Yeah, I don't think this touches on it in particular, but, it's like, I feel like... Oh,
3: it,
2: it certainly does a, slight, a little, little point, bit, yeah. Um, yeah. Which yeah. Says,
3: the only man she needs is, like, faith or whatever.
2: Yeah, 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 she's, yeah, she's she's in love with a man, except he's a spirit. That's which, it, like, yeah. the quote about that is is really kind of interesting, because she's talking about how there's this level of love that is... Uncomplicated by sexuality, and she finds that that's a place where she's able to really meet, you know, the male gender in a Mm. a, a way that makes more sense for her and whatever. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. And like, she's kind of a bit into those kind of esoteric ideas in both her songwriting and in her personal life. Like, yeah, that's true. She's been very, very open and like just speaking whatever's kind of on her mind in interviews and whatever, which has led to a Uh a lot of like, Conflicting things said about her yeah. By, yeah. By, by
3: herself. She's definitely one of the people who will have a notable like controversy section on their wiki. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh I, yeah. I'm gonna look that up now. Yeah. I'm
0: almost certain that she does.
3: Yeah, and like the thing, like at this point, like the fallout from her SNL thing, which like boom. Yep, there it is. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Early
0: life musical career controversies. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The
3: fallout from
0: the
1: SNL
2: performance. Oh, and when did that take place? We're we posting. That was ninety two. She put
1: out Universal Mother in ninety four, and that did okay, but it was definitely still tied to the narrative of the SNL thing. Sure. Then (laughs) you have a six-year gap, and this album is like not like quote unquote a comeback album but yep. very much her
3: reclaiming herself yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. sure. so
0: that is one of five subheadings in the controversy section <laughs> yeah uh yeah. so number one saturday night live performance number two after dark appearance number three open letter to miley cyrus that
2: was a more more recent one 2013 yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. number
0: four remarks about prince and number 5 tweets about non-muslims
2: yeah the last she
0: um, she's uh, islamic yeah she, she converted in uh, 2017
3: yeah, and, yeah but the tweets about non-muslims was really good cuz <laughs> she said something like I can't stand dealing with white people. If that's what people are calling like non-Muslims or whatever, these people are the fucking worst. I could, I don't want to speak to them, kind of thing. And then when speaking about it later, she's like, "I desperately wanted to get banned from Twitter," yeah. which, is, <laughs> which is
2: how you should be living your goddamn life. Yeah. Um, but, but this is this is kind of the thing, right? People talk a lot about Sinead O'Connor and in, in various different ways. But like the thing that I, I look at, not knowing her that much, is just like, man, she's just always been very open refusing to kind of be fixed on anything. Yeah. Like, if she's feeling a certain way, she's going to present in that way. And whether that be on issues of her spirituality or her sexuality. So, like, these big loaded kind of things mm. where she's just being incredibly fluid with her identity about it.
1: Or, or taking this somehow problematic stance against child abuse in the Catholic
3: Church. That's the fucking theme, man. Like, yeah. the SNL thing, like, it, it's kind of easy in today's climate to not realize how big a moment it was. Like Saturday Night Live, even now is still like a powerhouse of entertainment, which is fucking bizarre to me as someone who hates the fucking thing. But in the (laughs) early nineties, but like in a pre internet connected kind of era, she gave this performance, one of the hugest things. uh, It wasn't cleared. SNL, as much as it is performed live, like with a slight delay, Lorne Michaels, the producer is an incredible, like choreographer of how organized and structured the things are going to go. So they do like several dry runs. And in the dry run, she, um, Held up a different photo. I can't I think it was a it
1: photo of um a child refugee or yeah. something like that.
3: And was just going to show it, kind of thing. Because the the line she talks about in the end, like the point that she did that, was like them saying like fight um like abuse or something like that. Mm. And then she held up a picture of the Pope and tears it up, kind of thing like that, and saying fight abuse. And then got fucking. Burned by the fucking media industry entirely. Like the SNL refused to rebroadcast that for decades. Yeah. Um, yeah and even yeah. now, I don't think they play it in syndication. Or actually, they, what they do is play the cut from the dry run, which mm-hmm. just yeah. holds up the picture of the refugee. Um, and everybody fucking burned out, Like, like Madonna went like who was like a big fan of the Pope, which
2: hey, what a fucking opinion to have. Um, <laughs> well because
0: she's like a, she's like died in the wool Catholic. But right?
2: also like people were criticizing Madonna even at that point for taking yeah. the Catholic says It was like, since when have you been a Catholic, Madonna? Yeah. And but, you know, whatever, like maybe uh, that's crap of them Remember like I don't a know. prayer?
1: Remember yeah. that? Anyone? <laughs> also, Madonna was um, promoting the album. Was it Erotica? Was that? Yeah, was- yeah, a- a- yeah, and- yeah. And the sex book. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's hard to separate her going at Sinead because that's obviously leverage
3: in trying yeah. to... But yeah. anyway, so then she got burned by the fucking industry, and to a certain degree, it didn't ruin her career because she's obviously like still making music today. Yeah. Um, but she never truly recovered.
1: It's the same yeah. with like the
0: Dixie Chicks, man. Yeah. Like, oh yeah.
3: Right. Like, they're like, coming
1: back though. Yeah, yeah, fucking a, they are.
0: I'm so stoked on that. They're they're the Family Guy of country music. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: they're coming
3: back, as coming everybody back. says. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it just well, like, their
0: music's freaking sweet. <laughs> what can I say?
3: So everybody fucking burns Sinead. She It affects her mental health very bad. She gets, has drug and alcohol issues kind of thing. And obviously, you can't explicitly tie any of its issues to one singular event, but it did kind of fuck up her life that everybody yeah. burned her for her having the audacity to speak out against entrenched fucking child abuse. Yeah, like, Yeah. Now, is, yeah. I, I do want
0: to bring up, uh, this isn't going to be the only time that we talk about Sinead in this countdown. So let's refocus on the song itself. Sure. I think it's okay. It's a very catchy song. Like I like the acoustic work. The production is a bit dated. It's kind of got like a bit of a Womadelaide kind of vibe to it. You know, like you can imagine a dude on congas just fucking rocking that one out. Yeah, we, we
2: love a dude on congas.
0: Oh man, go off for it. Yeah,
2: but um, go off king. If you go got some, off king. If you got some congas.
0: Yeah, let it out, oh. son. Yeah. Jambay's by the beach. You know what's up? Oh,
2: um, absolutely. Oh, Full moon drum circle. Fuck me <laughs> up, son. Come on down. Yes,
3: please. That's a terrible fucking thing. that would be. <laughs> <laughs> What a terrible. Hey, night. man. Uh-huh.
2: Drum circles are okay. Don't do it. Do, do, don't do it all the
3: time. Worst Just Wait, have a little. drum circle. I don't circle want another punch treat. up. Okay. Come on. Keep <laughs> it together, guys. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It is a bit hippy dippy and it's kind of dated, but I feel like her vocals are really, really strong. And yeah, you can tell that there's like an air of like confidence about what she's doing here. More than had been like in previous records for sure, but yeah, really, really dig this.
3: It's a very straightforward kind of sincere song, obviously, just about yeah. like reclaiming her feminine independence, kind of thing. Not yep. just in the face of faith, but also just in like the face of the modern world, which is a fucking obviously a great message. I'm with you, David. The production's a little dated, but I still think it's a quite a lovely song, and it's carried by the fact that she just has such a beautiful fucking lilt to her voice. Like she yeah. just is a wonderful goddamn vocalist. I am a sucker for an Irish accent, like in vocals.
1: That's it, right? And there's a real kind of string of like that Irish folk music that makes it way to the song and you're like this is cool Probably I like it's it. like in that melody right yeah, the yeah fact exactly. that it,
2: it kind of you know the, re- the repetitive nature of the melody and yeah. it all kind of revolves around that one kind of thing And the the song just kind of supports that, and even like
1: No Man's Woman Woman sounds like it could be a traditional Irish song. Yeah, Yeah.
2: the video is quite
3: lovely as well. Like it's her like like she's in the video herself as a bride with like long hair, and then she like just bounces from the wedding and like she goes to the it goes to the beach and like tears her, which turns out it's a wig because she's famously bald. um, Doesn't play any congos, thank God. Um, And then just like (laughs) goes out into the water and that's the waves kind of carry her as as her spirit. Like, and it's just a very lovely kind of like suits suits the song, and like because she like famously has always had like a shaved head so seeing her with long hair even as a wig i'm like what the fuck and they're like ah oh, right makes sense yeah but it suits this like it's a lovely fucking song like it's not anything truly holy fuck this is so good kind of thing but i can see why this would get a vote right particularly yeah. like young feminist minded voters who like the politics of nerd o'connor particularly working on a triple j thing i know this was eight years removed from her major controversies but i, I don't imagine she's getting a lot of airplay on commercial radio at yeah. this point
2: it's got a really strong gentle vibe yeah yeah, kind of and about it's just, it
1: it's just about like self-assertion and and it's just that very like this is me as an yeah. artist as you know as a, yeah. as a woman like, but cool.
2: that's but that's right and like Sinead kind of doing that pretty much for herself and about herself but in doing so very much sharing that and allowing other people to kind of be a part of that as well
3: yeah uh, and definitely like a positive message in that kind of sharing thing right like you can easily see and I don't mean this in a like a blasé way I, I, I can, you can definitely see like Teenage girls who like are finding it difficult to like, if they want to find a boyfriend or have like, gone through a breakup kind of thing, this music would be absolutely fucking beautiful to you. And I, I, I don't, I, by saying like teenage girls, I know that carries like fucking weight that it's not going to be like serious music kind of thing, which obviously is bullshit. Yeah, that, that's so but, absolutely bullshit, yeah. But like, this is music that would be perfect for you at that age, right? Like, if you were like, at an the, age,
2: yeah, if you, if, if society has always pushed the narrative onto you that you are going to be defined by your relationship with yeah. the people that you're attracted to, and all of a sudden, here's a song that makes you aware that, oh, maybe I don't gotta do that. it's fucking pretty cool. cool. Particularly like thinking of
3: the actual demographics for Triple J is young people, young women and girls who and also men as well, obviously like we we're all fucking men and we love the song. Or we very much enjoy it at least. Well,
0: funnily enough, uh No Man's Woman is also the title of a compilation album mm. that came out I think mm. in like two thousand and seven, which was, I believe, a charity record where it was all male artists covering female artists. Yeah,
2: which and It was Australian. It was yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, so, all, all of our favorites were there.
0: Yeah, Powderfinger covered yep. Glory Box, um, yeah. which
2: is really cool. It's actually a really good cover.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um god, who else was on it? Um Tex Perkins uh huh. doing Helen Reddy. <laughs> <Huh. laughs>
2: was it did it sound like he was threatening us or oh, yeah. giving <laughs> us a come on or both? <laughs> yeah. What do we think of the optics of that? No man's woman,
3: bunch of men covering It's for charity and the heart's in the right place. I know yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not
0: as bad as that last Frank Turner record. Did you guys see that? So he put out. No women allowed. (laughs) 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 Bitches ain't shit. (laughs) No, no, no. He did a record called No Man's Land where he told the story of famous women through history with a song each. So, like, Sister Rosetta Thorpe and, like, the wives of Henry VIII and shit. And, yeah, like, was immediately hit with. (laughs) This is hell mansplaining,
1: dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah like, that's the thing. Like, your heart can be in the right place, but you got to read the optics of an action. That's right? it. It's, it's yeah. just the
1: difference between oh, I want to do this positive thing and and write about this thing that you know no one else is doing or whatever. But particularly for dudes, the thought never occurs to us. We're like, oh, but what if what if that happened and I wasn't the center of yeah. it? Yeah. Mm. What if it still happened and I was letting someone else do it or you yeah. know?
2: I think it's worth pointing to context in relation to the compilation CD of No Man's Woman as well. Like the public discourse wasn't as evolved. No, in that, in relation to participation and voices yeah, and, re- yeah. and regards
3: to uh, yeah. And I'm, I'm not saying that, you know, the compilation is intrinsically a bad idea. I'm but, sure that like how does ra- it how does it look
2: now? Yeah, yeah,
3: maybe. But I don't like know. The, raising raising money for charity, and I presume. I presume I fucking hope that it was a charity that centred on issues not intrinsically related to men. Like, yeah, right. If it was like if, if, if they released that as men a charity shed. and then did it, for, yeah, but did it for like a like a men's like a husbands and fathers group, like we don't get no dang child support kind of thing. Like that optics of that would be loathsome. But I'm hoping it was for the right cause.
0: Um, Bob Evans is on it. Hey. Uh, he, he covers Lucinda Williams, oh. uh, Car Wheels on a Gravel Road. Cool. Um, Nathan
3: is, you can't say this, because you're, you're probably listening to the audio version of his podcast, <laughs> but Nathan's wearing a Bob Evans shirt it's right true. fucking it's now. It's true. Yeah.
0: It's true. Yeah, which we bought off the man himself yeah. uh, back in August last year.
3: <laughs> uh, Just on the side of the
1: road. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> hey, man. Um, Paul Kelly, he covered To Bring You My Love. Ah. Grinspoon covered uh, Boys in Town by Divinals. Mm-hmm. Those are some that's, fucking hits. Man. Yeah, those yeah. are those are all the people that we've talked about. There are other future Hottest
1: 100 entrants. Mm. I'm sure think, six years from now we'll remember to circle yeah. back on this compilation.
3: Yeah. yeah. This song, it's lovely. It's I sincere it's and
2: straightforward and yeah. it's cool. I also I want to point did out did. that um it was my wisdom teeth. So in case you uh <laughs> in case you're wondering why it sounds like a big dope, yeah, well, the wisdom's gone. No, it just Why well, <laughs> is chugging
0: that dumb bitch juice? <laughs>
2: I guess you were picturing me missing my two front teeth, <laughs> or something. <laughs> mm. You know, I got some like real prospector era gold teeth. Ooh, <laughs> was it it canines?
1: Was, mm.
2: Gold canines is like that's aggressive, and I'm kind of <laughs> here for it. <laughs> the listeners are all wondering. Yeah, they which, would be. Which side of the like? Were they be both both top or both top bottom? and bottom on my right side? Yeah, yeah right. Because you usually yeah.
3: get it like
1: on the if you get one, they usually take out the one on the other one on the same side. That's right. right.
2: Because otherwise it goes bunter. right? Who? Uh, it's have like, I'm bunter. not. I'm not held back by that other guy. I'm yeah. just gonna. Yeah,
3: you know. Have you had yours out, Nathan? All four. David, have you had your wisdom teeth out? I don't know. Well, you'd know if you you'd know. went to the dentist surgery. your teeth removed. Yeah, you'd, you'd surgery, <laughs> and you're <laughs> fucked up for like a fortnight. You'd know. Like, so I am not lucky in many ways. In my teeth—they're generally kind of like gnarly, but um, all four of my wisdom teeth came in perfectly straight, and I'm so fucking lucky.
2: Yeah, nice. I thought I had that too until. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like cool man yeah well I'm older than you man so So don't worry I'll be dead soon it's okay
0: (laughs) Jesus Christ number 59 it's the return of something for Kate this is the title track to their wonderful album Beautiful Sharks
1: He's tracing outlines in the air To make it perfectly clear is swimming with some beautiful shots Entertaining the man behind the
0: bar. Kate coming in at number 59 in the Triple J Hottest 100 of the year 2000. That's Beautiful Sharks. It comes from the album Beautiful Sharks. Just some
2: hot sharks. Just, oh,
0: gorgeous. Oh, gorgeous damn. sharks. See those sharks? Those sexy, sexy straight sharks. Yeah. They oh. got heaps of teeth. Yeah. Oh, street straight sharks, infinite yeah. Infinite teeth. Yeah, inf- 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 It's them. like
2: infinite, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, teeth, yeah. Fractals. <laughs> teeth all the way down. Love it. <laughs> That'll be Ooh. fucking tight, man. Oh, infinite teeth.
3: Yeah. Big you old chompers. Wor- don't have to worry about like them getting fucked up. You're just like mm. or
2: you always have to worry about them getting fucked up. Uh, yeah. Because you never know the next set of teeth might not they might be a dud set. Mm. Well then you just get rid of them and the next ones. True. Yeah.
0: So this wasn't a single from the Beautiful Sharks album, and yet it is charted higher than a single from the Beautiful Sharks album. This is almost
2: the highest position that something for Kate have occupied in the countdown. Also true. Not. Electricity was higher.
0: mm, So I'm curious, what do you think it was about this track in particular that has kind of struck a chord with people and and gotten to this point, especially as a non-single?
2: In terms of it being voted into the Hottest 100, I don't know, man. Because it's... A little bit gentler, a little bit less attention getting, especially compared to tracks like Electricity, but I think even compared to Hallways or whatever you want, some of the other cuts that we've talked about from the Beautiful Sharks record, like those all have a little bit more to kind of hang on to and to rally around. This has a far more kind of gentle energy it's far more contemplative. Realistically, it's a song about thinking, which I love, and that's so goddamn something for Kate. <laughs> like they're yeah. just well, they're just such a smart, heady, thinky band that of course they're going to write songs not about things happening, but about thinking about things happening. Mm. Yes. You know what so, I mean? Oh you're, you're, oh, you're having fun at the party while I just sit. I'm just going to stand in the hallway and ponder. Mm. Yeah, 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 that's right. You know. Yeah,
3: it's Okay. while you were partying i was I, practicing I, the thought yeah i studied the thought <laughs> i studied yeah. the thought while you were having premarital sex i was rotating cubes in my mind <laughs> <Don't>
0: <laughs> i was <quantum> rotating <laughs> cubes in my mind that could be a something for family like <laughs> you that, were that. studying premarital sex <laughs> why? i oh,
2: doing no, large like, sums <laughs> don't know don't, large don't. sums <sighs> in my mind paul is still fucking <laughs> But he is also rotating shapes in his head at the same time.
3: Last year's Countdown was when I actually finally got something for Kate. Same, dude. Yeah. listened to this record properly. And like I've said before, it's a wonderful record. And I think that this song works really well in the context of the record as a song that doesn't really get that loose or anything compared to like Electricity, for instance. It's like, it is like, it's the contemplative song on the record. On its own, out of context, I... Listening to it in preparation, I, I, in my head, was waiting for it to get a bit heavier and messier. Yeah, but like, true. On the record, it makes sense. Because not every song on the record mm. has to be a fucking bang and rock song. Yeah. Um, once the song becomes itself, that's what the song is for its duration.
1: I feel like I'm not waiting. I Like, there's something about the way it sets up and that beautiful, it's such a, so very something for Kate, that kind of cascading guitar chords. Yeah, yeah, that dun-dun. But there's something about the way that the song sets itself up. It just feels like this little private moment.
2: Which matches what the song is yeah. about, which is kind of like, from what I can tell lyrically, it's about the narrator of the song, watching someone retell the story of their life inside a bar, mm. um, and having thoughts about that. Beautiful. Sitting there, just being just like, man, this cube is huge. <laughs> yeah. Wonder so what beautiful. it looks it's from
1: like,
3: the other side, don't worry. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Pretty
2: much the same. <laughs> Another
3: vertice
0: Hmm. <laughs> Um, and all I see is another <laughs> fantasy.
2: Can we just get real quick like you were like a science textbook? <laughs> yeah. You? <laughs> and you could just read it out. If- oh, like on,
0: um, <laughs> like on Spix and Specs? Yeah, how they yeah, used yeah. to. Like-
2: <laughs> And that sounds just, great. You can just write a something for Kate song based oh, on Oh yeah. Oh no, I'll <laughs>
0: sing a something for Kate song you have to figure out which something for Kate song I'm singing. Yeah. yeah here right,
2: okay, here we go. Do it at the end of the do it at the end of the discussion. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I I love like what the song's about is like you this narrator watching this guy tell the story of his life and whatever and mm. just kind of reflecting on his own life, you know, like it's a real there by the grace of God go I. Yeah. In the lyrics, it has, it's yeah. you it it does know. affect me. And, the I, 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 of reality. <laughs> yeah. and I thought, you know, what if my luck changed and I wasn't able to to have the love that I have in my life. So it's yeah. like a, a quiet kind of thankfulness as well. And Beautiful Sharks, I think, referring to the idea of memory and of nostalgia yeah. and of the things that you have oh. missed, all these, yeah. all these thoughts uh, in your it's, head. it's a bit real, right? <laughs> Describing... Painful memories as beautiful sharks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. Amore as hell. Because yeah. it's That's like alluring just... and seductive and dangerous.
1: And, then, and yeah, uh, infinite infinite teeth. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> but, but remember, you always have to watch from distance and don't fucking tap on the glass.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> shit will get real. And should the worst happen, punch the nose. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I learned that from when I fought Adam.
3: Yeah. <laughs> or if you, I think. A for... truly beautiful shark. Yeah. You go full bunta, and you like you dig your claws into the gills on the side. Your and claws, your hands into there. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how bad that's a real like, mask off moment for you. That yeah. You're actually a monster. <laughs> you, you grab the gills and you headbutt the nose, but that's been you getting your face pretty close to infinite teeth. Yeah, <laughs> you, you don't want high risk, it. high reward. Yeah. <laughs> Someone seeing that would immediately be like, "Whoa, that guy is badass." Yeah, yeah. He, like he has rotating, claws for like, a start. <laughs> rotating like dodecahedrons in <laughs> Dodecahedron.
0: You mentioned the quietness of this song and mm. uh, I wanted to... Hi- uh, we obviously have highlighted uh, Paul Dempsey quite a bit but uh, I also wanted to throw a bone to Clint Hydman, the band's drummer. Uh, yeah, so right? seeing... A, a drummer that is normally such a full-on rock drummer, like you look at you look at electricity the way he just fucking yeah, comes yeah, yeah. in full st- full head of steam on that, and to see it contrasted with the way he plays on this, like I think is really really lovely. Uh, this is also as we've talked about the first record that Steph Ashworth played bass on, and she does she's a great doing job. Up, yeah, 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 yeah. So she's singing the high bit here, but she's also doing a really good like bass drum, mm, like yeah, yeah which yeah. which goes well with the tonality of uh, the guitar playing, which has got like a very like midwest emo kind of second wave early jimmy world american football kind of sound Mm. to it you know that kind of telecaster kind of sound to it steely yeah really really steely yeah yeah. Yeah, they're really kind of complimenting one another and i i think it's it's really really cool in and out of context i feel like this song works
2: yeah i i think it's the kind of song that it's not surprising that it came in a year later than some of the other ones because this took a while to grow on me as well but i found Mm. that like Man, now but, that I'm into it, I'm very very much into it. I'm glad you brought out the drum beat as well, Deej, because like yeah. I think it's less of a beat and more of a drum texture. Yeah. It's really bizarre. Like I've I've spent a lot of time kind of listening to it and kind of going like, man, that's that's a really unique kind of thing, like the yeah. way it's just kind of circular and shuffling, but it it's so good as the as the kind of like base for the song, especially when you think about what the song's trying to represent. Uh, also, like in terms of it being
3: a grower, full credit to both the Jay listening and voting audience and the broadcasters themselves for, as you said, David, it not being a single, but it being an absolute worthwhile inclusion in the countdown means that they must have been playing it to a certain yeah. degree yeah, yeah, coming yeah. Out a year later. So,
0: there were four singles from this record, and three of them we've talked about so, Electricity, Whatever You Want, and Hallways. The other single was a track called The Astronaut. It's another one where it's like waltzy and ballady and like kind of more restrained, so like showing a different side to SFK again. For whatever reason, d- didn't get picked up, but uh, it's cool that the title track in particular seemed to strike a chord with people.
2: And I think also, like, just a shout out to the woes. <laughs> oh
0: always I, love a good whoa. Yeah, wo-o. Oh, I need to I need to go so and do good. that
2: live now. Yeah, fucking <laughs> <laughs> got, I got, yeah, got her. Yeah,
0: fucking right. All right, shall we play the game?
1: <laughs> sure.
0: So we're going to play a quick game of Spicks and Specks substitute for Kate, <laughs> if you will. Basically, the premise is that a singer is given a text and they have to sing the melody of the song to the words that they're given. And you have to guess what the song is.
3: The text David has been giving is the Wikipedia page for Cube.
1: Yes. <laughs> you can, I, I think the intro is probably the best, but you can have a scroll through. Okay, perfect. Even if I get it, I want to hear it. You know, yeah. I'm going to mm. buzz in at the end mm. of the round. Thong Song, (laughs) am I out? Yes. Okay.
0: In geometry, a cube is a three-dimensional solid. object bound by six square faces facets or sides with three me with three meeting at each vertex with three meeting at each vertex the cube is the only regular Hexahedron and is one of the five Platonic
1: solids. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, it was the song named after the cube, three yes, dimensions. That's correct.
2: Right? <laughs> <laughs> just an inspired the choice. The second I
0: saw the light, I'm just like, I have to do it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, good. Beautiful work. Great.
1: Number 58, it's the Fovs coming back with Give Up Your Day Job. They're coming
0: back. They're coming back, baby. The Foves. <laughs>
2: Chance, take romance, looking fancy in the pants. You can give up your day job. What you see, you can be with your reconstructed knee. Come on, please. Come on, give up your day job.
0: Come on, give it up. The folks coming in at number 58 with Give Up Your Day Job. Now, Andrew. David, there it
3: is. They
0: said the names. <laughs> oh man, I cannot wait for that fucking supercut,
2: baby. <laughs> three three hours of uh of just Andrew, Andrew? Yeah. David. <laughs> oh, God. I don't want to do that. Can no. I just like? <laughs> that's all. It's gonna be a lot of work. I think. Yeah, it, you don't have to. That's
1: a great fan project.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. someone else do the editing for
1: once?
0: Can't someone else do it? Andrew, you have been assigned to talk about the song, Give Up Your Day Job, by the band The Fobes, uh, who we've talked about plenty in the past. Mm. Uh, We all loved Dogs Are The Best People. We all had a bit of fun with Bigger Than Tina. And now we enter the uh, hanging out with Ravi Shankar phase, the the weird experimental phase of The Fobes.
3: Uh, What did you think of this track? That was a little peek behind the curtain there for the listeners. We actually do assign the songs that each of us are going to talk about, rather than what you thought was just this organic Jesus. process of David just rolling the yeah um, rolling dice the punches the, yeah the cast. I hate
2: how much <laughs> we're giving away this yeah. season, mm.
3: but anyway we're yeah have to. Like, My
2: name's not even David
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah so yeah, like we, were, we talked about that before. These are our um, nom non de pom yeah, yeah. 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 nom yeah. de plume and there yeah. are nom de glas not de our you know, war you,
2: names. <laughs> we we really are just giving like you know how much teeth I have yeah. you know that yeah. Andrew has claws now. Yeah.
3: Yeah. This was a single from uh, the Thousand Yard Stare record and it was also released as an EP. At least as a single but with like six or seven tracks or something like yeah a bit of yeah thing. right i didn't know this song and getting to i'm like ah, oh, the phobes they're always a good bit of fun and then i fully thought i i had like the wrong phobes until the vocals came in because i just don't anticipate this kind of electro disco groove yeah it yeah, sounds yeah. more like regurgitator or yeah. custard or something yeah, you know? it's just like, oh got- you guys yeah.
1: bought synthesizers
3: yeah. <laughs> sick i got a big custoro vibe yeah big custaro yeah. vibe for custoro. sure I do dig the uh, the disco vibe in it. It's a good bit of fun. I'm not a huge disco guy, but I'm here for a bit of disco groove now and then. Whoever Mr. Fove is. Mm. um, Andrew Cox? You're talking about the singer? Yeah, Andrew Cox. Coxie! Coxie! Coxie Coxie has just such a fun way of singing. Like, he's always... I'm fucking here for his voice, He's always having fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, especially those verses, which are just like the non-stop rhymes. Yeah. It's just heaps of fun. Yeah. It's so sick.
0: Yeah, I, I love am this, well this song. Enjoying. Yeah. It's I, really I think it was fun. fun. Hey, I, I, I was I, not expecting to enjoy it as much as I did.
3: The ooh, ooh bits are a little bit much for me. <laughs> um,
2: I a little bit much for me is how I feel about the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> like, fun's fun, but this is maybe too much yeah, fun. Yeah, look, fun's fun and all, but
3: sometimes you have to be serious. <laughs> but uh, but it, it's also- just, It's
2: just a bit rich. Like, it, it's seriously just like- Every sound in this song, probably including Coxie's voice, Coxey, eh? uh-huh. is just really fucking thick and, he- <laughs> and heavy. Like, even the really light disco guitar is still, it's a bit heavy and a bit the, the, thick. It's just like, you get There's through, a lot of everything in the mix. Yeah. There's a lot <laughs> of everything in the song. Like, <laughs> the, the way it changes, like, every section is really different. Uh, but I, I I like the kind of idea that they're playing with this... 80s aerobics kind of aesthetic. It's super oh, that's true. aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Not unlike uh, what are you? The, yeah. the,
3: the, the tone of the do do do, do it. is so good though. No, like I think
2: uh, it's, it's, it's a, good. a bit yeah. Much it reminds me heaps
0: of like when bands in the 80s were like kind of discovering that and really leaning into that. So pseudo echo mm-hmm. and my
2: sex and bands like that. It's also just like so fucking. Australian in its aesthetic as well, yeah. like a reconstructed knee, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> having that inside a song, like it's it's just like a little nod to like an AFL reference, you know, like yeah. basically, or or just a sporting reference. I don't know whether any other sports stars outside of Australia get <laughs> reconstructed, I don't knees, if anybody, but I know I they get, do here. Yeah, yeah. I don't but know if they like, have that surgery anywhere else, a <laughs> knee rico. Yeah. But it just seems like a really Australian thing to put in your fucking yeah, song. Yeah, I know, I yeah. do agree. Yeah. Like, and also just like. There's something really Australian about the line, buttocks, <laughs> like, oiled meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, oh, true. I, get, I get a bit stuck on that, to be honest. Um, just a little. The fact that in there. But it just reminds me of, like, I don't know, fucked old mates at Bondi.
3: There who, is a... Look, who there is been been me, the gym but... a
2: bit too much and are on the gear and are oiling yeah. themselves up and it's just kind of like, oh, mate, put it away. Well, I think that's kind of what he's going to be referring to, though, right? Like, 100%, but, yeah. right? But,
3: like, I, I fully... This is, like, not my favourite Fove song because, like, the tone isn't there, isn't what I'm after from them. But I had lots of fun with it because yeah. the band are having a lot of fucking fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. think yeah. this song's yeah.
1: asking for more than that. No, like. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, check out
0: the setting on this bad boy. Yeah. Like, they're, li- they're literally just playing with their keyboards. for yeah. the f- yeah. Like, you remember when you sit down at the keyboard for the first time and you find the drum machine and you're just like, what? Yeah. Oh, my God. You hit That's the demo. So- yeah, yeah, oh, baby. You dab on that demo. like, like, oh, fuck. It's playing green sleeves on its own. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it is playing green sleeves on its own. That's yeah. yeah, and also uh, strangely pressing it for our times where many people are being forced to give up their day jobs because of the damn, we got a goddamn coronavirus in the White House. <laughs> um.
0: <laughs> Fucking hell.
3: We might do actually. Yeah. <laughs> By the time this comes out, yeah, yeah, you know, dude is sounding crook.
2: Yeah, but he always sounds crook. Yeah, yeah latest He doesn't eat it. vegetables. Yeah,
3: all Donald Trump knows is <laughs> McDonald's, be racist, and Coca Cola. And why? <laughs> and why? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, this
1: um, this is the end of our journey with the Foves. Oh, oh, that's sad. Yeah. I don't know, like
3: you hate to see that because like they're still kicking on, man. They released a record like last year. Or yeah, something. they, yeah,
0: they toured, toured with the, we with toured the, with the
3: Good Shader last oh, year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember talking about that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> 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 I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> but yeah, so we talked about self abuser uh, and dogs are the best people back Fuckin in '96. And then Still my favorite. Still absolutely yeah, my favorite. Dogs are the best people. I hear that all the goddamn
0: time. Yeah, I time. play it
3: pretty often, man. I think it's Favourite a fucking... Fove song and animal. Mmm.
0: Oh, oh! I thought you were saying there was another no, song I mean, called "Animal." I'm like, um, and wasn't then,
1: that Jebediah? bigger than Tina? Uh, last yes, season, was bigger also than super Tina. Yeah. What mm-hmm. a tune! We need to track down that um, that movie. That movie bigger than Tina. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's me, Tina
1: from Bigger than yeah. Tina. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. I think that's Tina Arena. <laughs> Is the Tina? <laughs> oh, true. But like, well, I she's, she's had a bit of a comeback. Yeah, she's the head of um, Australia Council now. I think you can say she's the head of Australia. I'm just like,
0: I'm, cool. a, I'm okay with that. By the time
2: this episode comes, comes out, out. Yeah, yeah,
1: well, yeah fuck. It could be a big week.
0: I trust her inherently. Even if her address is just her literally getting up and busting out chains, I'm just like, done. Cool. I'm yeah. there. <laughs> uh, you got my vote. Yeah. Yeah. Can we push for that? Tina for PM? What's the worst that could happen? Sure.
3: Trying yeah. to remember if I've ever heard about her politics before I make an endorsement. I'm sure she's a Tory. <laughs> <laughs> Statistically, right?
1: <laughs> but it's been a good... Uh, the Fowves, yeah, I've
3: enjoyed all of the songs. I've, I've, I've had a great time with them as well, and they feel like like a great part of what the Horse 100 certainly was, was yep. bands like the Fowves getting in the fucking 50s with these kind of songs. Yeah, yeah we, like,
2: weirdo Australian rock from yeah. the 90s and 2000s. Like, no other rock scene sounded like this yeah. or will sound like this ever
3: and it's, I think it was a truly important part of the Hoswell 100's identity yeah that we yeah. had bands 100%. like the Phobes getting pretty good numbers and it's fucking tight that they're one of those bands it's yeah thrilled to have met them
2: we gave them a really nice send off it's beautiful we should do that <laughs> yeah maybe we should we, we should have done that for other bands <laughs> that we stopped talking uh, about
1: sorry smashing pumpkins <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Um I looked up Tina Arena and the stuff I could find is pretty positive. Like she's very outspoken about Women in the music industry and supporting them, and was like a big proponent of the Me Too movement in Australia. So, was obviously pretty progressive and against sexual assault and stuff like that. Nothing about like political stuff, but like you can
1: kind of
3: put two and two together there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool.
1: Cool. So, Tina, give us a call. Give us a call. Do some
3: focus groups. Forget about when Nathan said you were a Tory.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I take it all
0: back. I said statistically. (laughs) And number fifty-seven, it is Groove Armada with "I See You, Baby." Armada coming in at number 57 in the 2000 Hottest 100 with a song called I See You Baby in brackets, shaking that ass. Close brackets. Shaking that
1: ass. Shaking
0: that ass. Shaking that ass. Yes. I see a
1: baby. I see baby shaking that ass. Like oiled meat. <laughs> Ooh, yeet. Except then, like, no, don't touch me. It's just, nah, fuck ya. No, nah. <laughs> oi, fuck ya. Nah. Oy,
2: fuck ya. Oi, 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 fuck oy. off. Nah.
1: Nah.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh. Oi. Hey. Oi, kiss. Now, please remind me, did we talk about Groove Armada or Groove Terminator? <laughs> oh. Groove oh. Terminator. Terminator. Yeah, okay. Terminator. So that was. um The Australian guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meat yeah. Boy. Which, was, um, which was. Yeah, uh, the meat guy who with. Uh... Super
2: Meat Boy. Yeah. Super
0: Meat Boy. They
2: put the meat on the mirror. Very it...
0: confusing to have Groove Armada and Groove Terminator. I'm trying same... to, like,
1: my brain isn't fast enough to. If, if the Groove is Terminator, it's, you know. I ha- such I, such. I, I if had... Armada is your groove yeah. Yeah. Listener, if you can come up with a good one For the grooves, Terminator and Armada mm. um, Then Tell us and you'll win, I don't know, a totally wild Price pack or
3: something
1: <laughs> it's If it's about the ass you're after, then the groove is Armada <laughs> yeah. If it's meat on your mirror Then the groove is Terminator <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have been silent for the last couple of minutes Because I've been trying <laughs> Dude, I'm, oh, literally,
3: I'm yeah.
1: just like rotating uh, Deli meats in my I, mind
0: <laughs>
2: This is great this is such a good L- podcast Literally
3: had fucking rhymes i open on my phone <laughs> <laughs> Desperate to fucking Come on!
2: It. Come on! And we'll still nothing? No Well we got to the end of the episode Yeah yeah. If, yeah. We, can, if yeah. we can just If Andrew and I can just Stop rotating Those <laughs> complex objects In our head <laughs> so Which we can't So Groove Armada Is
1: an English duo um, Yes And this song Obviously features Grammar Funk And on- this was
0: their Signature song This is yeah. the, the biggest song That they ever had Do you know and-
2: anything About Grammar Funk? Not enough. Were they actually a grandma? It <laughs> might,
1: be, might be now.
2: Oh. Okay.
1: <laughs> it's been 20 years, yeah, statistically. That would be cool, because then you'd be like... Would you be grandma, grandma, funk? No. Oh, true. I didn't even think <laughs> Personally, about Personally, <it>. no. <laughs> uh, or, no, I, I, think, I think I wouldn't.
0: <laughs> yeah. When we were hearing this, the intro for the first time, I was trying to rack my brains as to where I'd heard the loop that is used before. And it was that
2: drum circle down on the beach. Yes! No! Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it was this. This is Happy Feelin' by Earth, Wind and Fire oh. of September fame.
2: Well, See that's pretty good.
0: Shaking that ass. Shakin' <laughs> that ass. <laughs> Shaking that ass. There it
1: is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Beautiful. Oh, Earthwind and Fire were all about shaking that ass. So really I, I, I think That's it's true. very fitting that they were sampled for this song.
1: So this song is great. Like, I mean it's it's just one oh, of God. those super ubiquitous we felt like the coolest kids
0: ever because we got to say "ass" really, really loudly,
1: and the teachers were like, "There's nothing we can do. Nothing it's part do of a song." Yeah. But <laughs> also,
2: like, it's kind of the perfect level of horny for a kid to kind of get behind without being a bit too confused. Yeah, you, like, you, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. It was like, like you don't yeah. need to ask your parents about what is going on in the song. It's just kind of like, oh yeah. Yeah. Shaking that ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh. a little bit naughty. It's a little bit rude. It's a little bit sexy. And as a kid, it's just enough to deal with. So, yeah.
0: And also like, <laughs> hey, like- Hey, mom, when she's saying I'm a genie in a bottle, you gotta rub me the yeah. right <laughs> way. What do you think she meant by-
2: Rubbing... Go back and listen to Slipknot.
0: <laughs> yeah. Listen to Slipknot. Not dealing yeah. with... Fuck
2: it up. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this world. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, that makes more sense.
2: That's pretty straightforward. I that can is... handle that. exactly. Um, but also like the sample itself- Just sounds really good, yeah. Right, that's the whole thing. There's so So few pieces to it. It's the the
0: drums on the on the floor on the floor that boom, 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 but the rhythm comes from the percussion. Yeah, right. And, the, so and the, the bass, I
2: guess, as well. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah so, so, yeah, so when the bass gets... Gone, uh, yeah. I think
2: the rhythm comes from the rhythm section is what I'm basically <laughs> yeah. saying, because uh, I'm a genius. Yeah. I'm rotating music about, in my head.
1: Because because the beat is so kind of consistent but fun and the, the vocal sample is so sparse, mm. like, you're waiting a fair bit between those lines. Like, you're just, you're just in the groove of it, which, like, uh? for a pop hit for this kind of song, like, is is really interesting, because obviously, like... We've talked a lot about like big beat stuff from the UK as well. This is and medium beat. This is medium beat, but it, there's kind of like things filtering through in yeah. terms of electronic. Era. And it's like, cool. Here's a really simple one that's really catchy. It's got a really good beat. The hook of the sample is really so catchy and iconic. Yeah, that's right. And it's just like, cool. This this just works as a song now. I prefer the Fat Boy Slim remix. That's the thing. That's right? a
2: bit much for me. I'm gonna go on that again because my journey with the song is just kind of like listening to it. And just wanting it to be a little bit less stop-start. Because as soon as the, all right, don't touch me comes in, everything kind of stops. And it stops for me for just a little bit too long. That's fair. That the momentum kind of dies. Like I can imagine being at a club and this coming on and just leaving the dance floor because I just can't kind of sit sit in it. Yeah. Like the, the kind of electronica that I like the most is the ones that sets something up and it blooms outwards and expands, but it never loses its momentum. It always continues. Yeah. And, and the intensity is built around the sound uh, kind of swirling through the beat as opposed to the, any any dynamics that happen with the beat starting and stopping. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I get a little bit frustrated when I listen to this, despite the fact I think that the individual components that make it up sound really good, especially the sample.
0: So what do you think it is about the remix that
2: fixes that problem? I don't you? think if it I Because I but what I went for is I was like, oh, man, I just want something maybe a little bit bigger. Oh, shit, Fatboy Slim did a <laughs> remix of this. He, big beats rule, get high all the time. <laughs> um <laughs> But I listened to it, I was like, no, that's too big. Oh, wow. Yeah, See, I, give I give like, me the biggest remix you've got. <laughs> no, yeah. no. no, that's too big. I, that was exactly me. <laughs> I absolutely knew the Fatboy Slim
3: version way before I knew this one. Mm. Was it like uh, Brimful of Asher? My notes say it's corner shop all over again. Yeah, yeah, I, like, yeah. I had Fatboy Slim one, which the, the, this is the house that funk built. And then the, the beats come in
1: so I think the Fatboy Slim one got used on heaps of ads as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah that really wouldn't surprise
2: me. It is so Fatboy Slim. Yeah. It's just very Norman. Yeah, <laughs> it's real Norman hours. If I was being generous, I would say that that stopping and starting plays with the idea of titillation that is inherent uh-huh. within the the sample within, itself. Within the shaking of the ass, mm. when one shakes their ass, I think that's and people
3: see you. You're conveying. You know that you know which direction the the pollen is, but, but you're also <laughs> pushing <positioning> yourself <laughs> towards the sun. This is a song about bees. <laughs> I need to include the bee bees. chat now, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: yes, yeah, okay. So that's why there was a bee fact at the beginning of this episode, I guess. <laughs> Checks out because we said this just now. So clever. Mm. That's that real. Fuck, pop- we're
0: smart. We're such a smart podcast. They're the truly whole the cube Paul
2: thing as well. Jeez, <laughs> the Paul Dempsey of the animal world. Yeah, that's bees. us.
1: Oh right, bees.
2: Yeah, oh, oh, we're the Paul Dempsey of, <laughs> of the, the podcast, podcast. world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think all you're right. the bees of the podcast world. Take you they're all smart, mm. everything's smart. It's all yeah. smart. And we have uh so many teeth and claws. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. I think the stop is too much
1: yeah, and go, but much. like I, when it happens I'm like this is so cool and it just takes too long to kick back into gear.
2: Yeah, that's I think that's my that, I feel. I think in I've a live setting, down. I've sat down.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm having a rest now. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, well, I've, you know, got a, I'm having a rest. But I, I think in a live setting, that probably changed a lot and was really dynamic and, and super fun.
2: These guys had a club. That, that makes yeah, sense. <laughs> what, absolute, they literally like, owned a club? They owned a club. Because they're ah. just in, DJs in, or whatever, in London. I mean,
1: if it's just like clubs in a group of people, in in one sense, every band is a kind of club. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, there was the gun club. There was the gin
0: club. I'm trying to think about the... Ba- there was polar bear club. Polish. Polish Club. Fucking shout out to my boys in Polish oh, shout Club. Shout out to
2: the boys in Polish Club. Love
0: the boys in Polish Love Club. Love the boys
2: in Polish um, Club. Retweet. Fuck. Pool Club. <laughs> this episode. Um, this, I think, was like a fine
3: song on itself. And it absolutely makes sense that DJs who own a club would it produce this kind of song. Because mm. it's absolutely the kind of thing you'd just be like... Yeah, this is something you'd come on... up
0: with uh, over mountains of cocaine in a beat. <laughs> yeah. Hit.
3: But it's something that you, th- as, <laughs> as like a DJ, yeah. you'd throw it on. It's very easy to beat match, very easy to remix. Mm. As a piece of music as itself now, I can see why... Norman would then remix it in like a huge big beat way.
2: But as it stands, I'm actually like
0: gonna see how many remixes there are on Spotify.
2: Well, I, I checked it out. There's the Norman one, uh, there's another one that's a remix of the Norman one, and then there's this like more like Deutsche techno one called the Houseworks H A U S Ovs. Um <laughs> which like that's kind of more what I'm after.
3: Yeah, yeah, I see. I see but not quite.
2: Mean. The Fat Boy Slim
3: being the version of this song that I know the most ruined my enjoyment of this song. It's fucking Brimful of Asher over again. But it is a well done fucking DC. See,
0: song. I love Asher because I know the original first. Yeah. And I knew the original first here as well. Yeah. Mm. So it was always just like, well, yeah, obviously.
3: But uh yeah, any closing thoughts on I see you baby? If it's mirror meets you cater, the groove be terminator. If it's Ass Shaking you approve, it's Armada that's your groove.
0: There come on. Nice. Come on! Nice, that was good. Pay it, pay it. At number 56, this is Friendly with I love you, comma, but... Wiser words, never spoken. (laughs) That was Friendly making their return to the Triple J Hottest 100 coming in in the 2000 countdown at number 56 with I
2: love you, but... Yeah, I love you, but. I love you, but. Oi. (laughs) I love you, but.
0: Yeah, without the ellipses, you Mm -hmm. just got to treat it like a sentence. I love you, but. Or,
2: um, I love you, comma, but. No, I love you, but. No, it's like (laughs) Groove Armada, you're talking about the but. (laughs) It's about the butt. I huh? love you, butt. Yeah, I love you, butt. I love you. You're a, you're a butt. I'm talking to you, and I love you. You're a butt. Yeah. You okay? <laughs> I'm missing too. Yeah, I, th- I think that the, the fucking pain
3: medication is not worn off in full. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely know. not. Andrew, <laughs> David. Hey, you know what to do with that big fat butt. Mm. Much like the bees, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Mm. Australian DJ Friendly, who we spoken about. Before with yeah uh, Sia collab yeah yes, pre Sia scene that's it yeah 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 um when she was just Sia Furler yeah hardly Noah <gasps> um, this um from his second and to date final studio record uh, Kimbo he's got, he's released a bunch of singles here and there since then this um feels like a V for the swear <laughs> I think <laughs> so true it's like like cause, like they're fun swears I get mm-hmm. it I, like the, uh, this song is like Fine enough serviceable enough like it feels a bit dorky. You know the Angels song? "Am um, I ever gonna
1: see your face again?" Yeah. And the crowd response: "No
0: way! I don't know that song. Get yeah, fucked. Right. Fuck
1: off." <laughs> I don't know how that started, but it, like, did the Angels start it? Or no, no, no. Yeah, uh, like a pub crowd started yeah. doing so it. Yeah, so that 70s. was like an organic thing. It kind of feels like in this song, he's trying a shortcut to having that, <laughs> where he can pull the fader down and have everyone shout "Fuck off." Yeah. You know? Also, the music has very big um, piracy ad video. Um ah down
3: down down yeah. like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah.
1: like, down <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. ah, to down 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 to
3: you would down to 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 down 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 down
1: this is fun enough.
0: Look, It's fun I enough.
3: I, 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 I don't know. I think it's fine. And the beats actually are kind of cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah the he's... beat
0: is very Kembro's, isn't it? Yeah.
3: He's not a bad DJ by any means. This is fucking tight enough. But like, I just, I don't know. From something about it feels a little bit too dorky. I can see why it would endear itself to voters as a, as a song with fun swears. I mean, our fun yeah. swears, there's fucking cowbell. like. Oh, true.
2: Like, stuff I gotta you have to more cowbell. Yeah. I it's, gotta have more cowbell. It's big, it's enjoyable. And honestly, it's a bit of a meme. Yeah kind of similar and it's interesting that it's placed just above Groove Armada because I think a similar thing is in operation here. If you didn't love the song then you can love the meme. Mm. And I think this is like probably even slightly stronger than that. Yeah. Um because it's, you know, just so brash. Yeah, and you know, like if if it came out like
3: if it came out today there'd be like some very horrible pieces that are just like friendly described what it feels like to be in a relationship and we are living for it. <laughs> and like a bunch of like Tumblr gifs scattered throughout the piece. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: that kind of ironic, kind yeah. of
3: journalism. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep,
2: yep. <laughs> I kind of pay it for just the just the energy and the attitude. I, I suppose. Yeah, like you it, know? it's a, it's good a, meme. It's good bombastic,
3: meme. and if you're seeing it live and you're just doing it, I can you can easily see why you could dance to it, kind of thing, and like yell along and that or whatever. Yeah. Like, kids are gonna love that.
2: Yeah, like you know you you hear you hear this, and you just you you'd be so lit up by the joy of just. Of the, saying just the, fuck the off. The bluntness and simplicity of I love you, but you treat me like shit, you can just fuck off. Yeah. Like and that's all the song is kind that's, of based around. And
3: that's all it needs to be.
2: Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I think it's really interesting that this is by friendly. Because I knew this song when I was younger, but I had no concept yeah. of who friendly was. I,
0: I I vaguely recall it, but yeah, like I don't I don't remember it like
3: being big on the charts or anything. Yeah, I re- I, I remember it from rage. Yeah.
2: Mm. Yeah, but it's like Friendly's previous song, the one that we talked about with Sia, was a lot more. It was a lot wonkier. Mm. It it was a lot more kind of like experimental, kind of outsider electronica. Whereas this is very kind of straightforward big beat stuff. So I was kind of surprised, Hmm. knowing who Friendly was based on that other track, to kind of learn that he was behind this. And I think that's kind of cool that he can straddle those two worlds. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. and it makes me wonder what Akimbo's like in terms of like the rest of the tracks on there, like. What kind of what kind of scope is there? It makes me believe that there'd be quite a lot. Mm. Which is kind of cool.
3: That's not on Spotify.
2: No. Mm. No, hard to track down. He's
3: Australia's Joanna Newsome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I know it's been said before. I
0: love you, baby, but if you
2: oh, I can't remember the words. That was words. not <laughs> a bad Joanna Newsom, though. Mm. Just fuck off. Andy Sanders. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Joanna! <laughs> <Du-du-du-du-du-du>. <laughs> <laughs> also, worth mentioning that uh, Friendly's real name is Andrew Cornweeble. Mm. Just... Fuck off! That's not a name! We, I think we said that last time. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. Cornweeble. So,
3: Cornweeble, baby. Fuck out of here. Name. Man, this is a good app for Andrews. I got an Andrew Cox, got an Andrew Cornweeble. Mm-hmm. You got this one. McDonald's on The one with the claws Three fucking
2: Andrews For the price of one Listeners yes. You're killing nice. it mm. nice. Good
0: Very
3: shit you are, If you name. want Andrews
2: You are in the right place
1: Adam could you read out The really wonderful YouTube comment On the video
2: For this song If uh, if it's the one that uh... It's gotta be I can't imagine <laughs> You would
1: think A different one
2: is good <laughs> Okay Because okay. um, we love Reading out YouTube comments That we think are fantastic They're great yeah. They're this fucking one great comes well, from... Write the content for us <laughs> God, I don't know how to pronounce his, his name. Funky Denition. But it's like D-E-K-N-I-T-I-O-N. But I'm going to say Funky Denition. And Funky Denition says, I'm looking for Kenny! All in caps. He's the DJ at the back. Kenny, if you read this, it's the fat wog from a Porto's Broadway. Adam, just thinking of you.
0: Man, that's and beautiful.
2: Good for Adams as well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That brings us to the end of yet another episode of Hottest 100s and Thousands. Thank you so much for listening. We love you, but anyway.
2: Give uh, us five stars. Yeah,
0: but give us five stars. Uh, Before we get out of here, we're going to pick our favorites and our least favorites and continue that ever-continuing story of Carry Over Champ and Carry Over Chump. Nathan, we're going to go with you first.
1: Love it. My uh, favorite from this episode is Beautiful Sharks. Uh Uh-huh. Amazing song. Probably, I'd say that's going to be one of my favourite something for Kate songs. But they will not take the place of my champ, which is Fiona Apple's as Fast As You Can. Nice. Uh, my least favourite from this episode, I, I guess there was nothing particularly bad, which mm. is nice. Uh, I, I guess I'll give it to Friendly. Or, no, I'm going to give it to Groove Armada, I think. Uh, as my least favourite, but it wasn't that bad and certainly not as bad as MXPX. That's fair. Mm. Uh, my favourite, I am going to go
0: with Beautiful Sharks and least favourite, I'm going to go with I Love You But, but my champ and chump remain the same.
3: My favourite, um, i I'm actually going to give it to the Foves. Nice. Um, yeah, sick. I recognise that it's Something for Kate, Beautiful Sharks is probably a better song, but I just had a lot of fun with Give Up Your Day Job. Uh, least favourite, yeah, Groove Armada, but neither of those songs are as great as the champ Fiona Apple as fast as you can or as terrible as the true chump Everlast Black Jesus, which I rem- predict Jesus? will be re- remaining the chump for
2: quite a fucking while. God, and there's always the threat that it won't though. I know, god damn. <sighs> um, we live in fear. My favorite from this episode is also something for Kate's uh, "Beautiful Sharks," and I think I am gonna make it my chant. Oh, hey, wow. there we go! I really like it. Oh, nice it's a, one! It's a really, really beautiful song, and I'm just about it. Um, my least favorite song. Oh, look, I'll probably give it to Groove Armada. I probably like enjoy listening to it slightly more than the Fobs, but I don't know. The Fobs the, the, oh. the has got it's got a Genesee choir about it, so I won't give them least favorite for the episode. Um, yeah, Black Jesus remaining my chomp as well.
0: Yeah. righty, well that's going to do us for another week. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to get in touch, you can do so by hitting us up on twitter facebook and instagram we are at hottest 100s 100s on all of those platforms but if you have something long form that you would like to get in touch with us about directly maybe we got a fact wrong about your favorite artist or maybe you are that artist who knows <laughs> it could be anyone but uh, hottest 100 and thousands at gmail.com is a place to hit up we would love to hear from you please 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 keep in touch in the meantime on behalf of of Mr. Nathan Harrison.
3: <laughs> Mr. Andrew McDonald, wash your hairs, <laughs>
0: And Mr. Adam Buncher, or Claws. <laughs> My name is David James Young,
2: Everything is good for you. And you brush your teeth, too. You know. <laughs> you brush your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: brush your teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: Good morning.
1: We're making some good sounding music this morning as part of the Full Moon Drum Circle.
2: I see you, baby. baby. Shaking that ass. Shaking that that, ass.